get a bigger uh, pulpit for all of my Bibles. Amen. It's a, it's a tough go. It's a tough go. Ask his boy to ask uh, Larry there. I said, are you in good enough shape to be thrown under the bus? And he grinned. He said, Brenda's always loving him. He said, I said, are you in good enough shape to be thrown under the bus? He said, yeah. So he's under the bus. I said, well, just come on and sit down on the front row. My Lord, church, how? how we are and how we do and how we don't get excited about things we ought to get excited about. How we're all excited about things that ain't worth a hoot or none of us. I don't know this is true, but a preacher told me uh, yesterday, Friday, Friday, yeah, told me Friday that the cheapest seat, I, I don't even know who's playing Super Bowl, don't really care. He said the cheapest seat at the Super Bowl, he said he looked it up, $3,000. Could y'all afford to pay $3,000 to come to church? Jesus said, whosoever will, let him come unto me. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. I'll take care of you. If I understood him right, we were on the phone. He said there were 6,000 seats. Is that right? 60,000 seats. That's right. That's what he said. And he said the top, the highest priced Super Bowl seat was $103,000 with 60,000 seats. And they're sold out. Could I rest my case or should I say that's top priority? In America. That's top priority in America. And if you've ever prayed to a ball team and got through and got you saved into heaven, I'd like for you to come up here. I need some of it. Yeah. I'm running low on faith. My body's wore out. Butch said he had service there at River North Friday. If I could talk or strength, I had service at River North Friday. It breaks your heart when you have to let it go. Could go to Alabama, but that's past. I can't go. So these things going out of here, glory to God, it's hard to give up. Like my old Bible. So I'm going to adjust it in, try to use it every other time to know. But I believe we got what God wants us to have. Can somebody tell me why the children of Israel died along the way and had to circle 40 years? Because they muttered and complained. Well, this one's on Bill. Did some of you remember to pray for us Thursday? Thursday at the cemetery. Had a funeral, my best buddy, old buddy I worked with way back yonder in the 70s. Been here a time or two and got right with God. Talked to him on Thursday, Thursday a week ago. Passed away on Friday morning. 
Oh, preacher Bill, don't never grumble. Hardly ever gets mad. I don't know what part of me they've took out, but things has changed. I know that. They can't reach Jesus in my heart. And the wind was blowing down the skyline. The wind was blowing. And I, I got my little Bible full of papers. I thought, I can't even turn pages out of muttering. Couldn't even turn pages because my papers flies away. And here this wind is. And Miss Janet, I had to go on straight from there to Elkin. But Miss Janet was sitting in the car, and she just rolled down the window. And she was farther than down at the end of the steps or the end of the sidewalk, sitting in the car. Me muttering about the wind. When I got through preaching, Janet said, I heard you in the car. I know they heard you. And she was down there in the car, and the people was right here. You know why God sent a wind? He sent a southeast wind. Did he do that on the ocean? Sit down on the ship, on the boat. Amen. Preach to the people, and the air carried the message out. They didn't have 110 or 220. Amen. I didn't either in the cemetery. But God sent the message out to who it needed to be sent to. So me of little faith. I ain't going to say you. I'm going to say me of little faith. Why couldn't I, a 54-year-old Christian, couldn't I recognize, couldn't I recognize God sent a wind to get the message across? He sent a donkey to get the message across. He sent a raven, amen, to feed old Elijah. So God can use every bit of it. It's his, but us crazy people do not get it. We don't get, but when the wind blows, it's for a reason. When it snows, amen, it's for a reason. I talked to some of these Virginia people, so they ain't out of church because of snow. Because these are here. That lives up on a hill, way up on a hill. So there ain't no snow up in Virginia. Maybe on up yonder. Just want to let you know. Amen. Snow ain't no excuse. It may make you mad, but snow ain't no excuse if it ain't there. We use excuses. We use excuses not to serve God. As he preached, we're ashamed to testify of God. And I've always pushed myself to make myself where the devil said, you can't talk to them. They ain't ready to listen to God. And I believe God wants me to make a few more people aggravate them. Amen. Let them know Jesus is coming back. Good to have y'all with us. Appreciate you coming, honey. Amen. Good to have each one of you in the house of the Lord. I ain't going to be here much longer, okay? I'm on my way out. The door's opening up, and I'm on my way out. But I'm going to preach as long as I can preach. Y'all turn to chapter 12. Did you get it? Chapter 12. I may back up and live. I may have to get a running start on this Amen. Let's do back up to chapter 11 here just a little bit. Amen. Get a running start of it. I find my place. It's different. It's different. This old big print. It is a little one. But he said, and I ain't going to go back over all of it, but the 37th verse of the 11th chapter, Butch has been preaching on uh, faith. 
Lord, how much I don't know how long have we got it. They were stoned, 37th verse of the 11th chapter. They were stoned. They were sown asunder. They were tempted, were slain with the sword. They wandered about in sheepskin and goatskin, of whom the world was not worthy. Amen. The place to say the world wasn't even worthy of what they received. They wandered in deserts, in mountains, and in dens, and in caves of the earth. And listen to these last two verses. And these all, having obtained a good report, said there's good people, they obtained a good report. Through faith, receive not the promise. Man, can I tell you something? That stirred my heart. They had good faith. They had received a good report. Through faith, they had faith, and they received not the promise. It's talking about Elijah. It's talking about Abraham. It's talking about some of the old prophets of God. God, having provided some better thing for us, that they without us should not be made partakers. So they had to wait. Listen to what this is saying. They had to wait till grace come along. Amen. Because they didn't have all the benefits of grace. They had grace, but not the benefits that we've got since Jesus. The benefits of being in the New Testament church. The benefits of access to the Holy Ghost power of God. Not having to go to the priest, but being till we could go in our home, out in the field, anywhere we was at. We could have a contact with God and have the touch of God upon us. So these people couldn't go until they heard more about grace. They had faith, and they were under the law. But it wasn't finished. Amen. They needed faith. Let's go to the 12th chapter in the first verse. 12th chapter in the first verse. And he said, Wheresoever seeing ye, also are compassed about. We are compassed about with such a great cloud of witnesses. Let us lay aside every weight and sin which does so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Let's go back on this. He said, Wherefore, seeing we also will compassed about with these things that they were in the Old Testament. Uh, we, uh, we have temptation. Uh, we have sickness. We have trouble. Uh, uh, we have our feelings getting hurt. And there's many, many things uh, that we can't even get to that you have in your home uh, that I don't have in mine. But we're all touched with the temptations of the world because the flesh loves the world. And we've got to overcome the flesh of the world, glory to God, by the grace of God and by faith of God. And he said, who compassed us with so great a cloud of witnesses. Compassed, that means circled all the way around us with so great a cloud 
of witnesses. And, uh, you know, me and Andy being retired, we don't see the people uh, we used to see. But I used to see at least 70 to 80 every morning. And then I went out on the road and I had to meet a person after person that was cussing the state. I was compassed about with somebody grumbling, somebody that worked under us, and they didn't want to take that route. They didn't want to go that way. And it's not a dis disability, amen. I had one, the boss man, come, come to me, and I did her funeral, amen. Glory to God, so I must have got something across to her. But, it's, but he, he come to me, and he said she's taking school classes, and she can, needs to sit in the truck while all the rest of us was out there working. And I said, I'll tell you, Mr. Boss Man, she ain't going to sit in my truck and the rest of us out working. She can study a night quitter, quit her day job. It don't matter to me. Honey, glory to God, we're equal today. Honey, you don't need a benef benefit that I can't have. God said he daily loaded us with benefits. Neighbor and, and me with six men working out there, and sometimes women working out there. I, I'm not chauvinist. I'm just a chauvinist pig. Amen. And then they're sitting there in the truck. Amen. Watching us and six or seven of us out working. One of flagging froze to death. Don't like his job. No way in having trouble. Trouble with his wife at home. Amen. And they think that's going to make him happy. I'm going to tell you the world is out to shoot you with an arrow or dart in every direction that he can shoot you to stop you down. And we're compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses. How I handle, how I handle that is what means something to those people. If I fly off and pitch a fit, I love my people that were working just like I did them sitting on their butt. I love them all. But glory to God, we need to do what's right. If I'm going to pay you a dollar an hour, the first will be last and the last first. And that old man, he come to work for a penny the last hour. He got a penny. Then they come for a penny for the first glory to God. He got the same thing the one did. I want you to get all the blessings you've been saved five years or seven years. I want you to get every blessing that this old boy's had down through the years. And now God has reached out. I'm compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, people are watching my life. And I'm going to ask you, which meet several people one day, maybe not too many, the, the next. And Shannon worked with several. Amen. He's had several nurses come through. We could pitch a total fit, my friend, if we wanted to lay in there in that hospital and we see. We see others that's laying there pitching a fit. But could we sow a good seed when trouble comes to our life? Could we be in good shape? I found out some things. Some of them old preachers told me some things. Glory to God, that's got me uh, this far. Some I didn't like. Some I got mad, mad at. Some I even threatened to quit. Quit. I'm going to throw it in the towel. But they give me something that I seen on down the road, glory to God, that will last. They give me the word of Almighty God. Amen. They didn't change it. They didn't fix it to suit them. And because they didn't fit in, amen, and didn't got mad, glory to God, they can't do that. They've got to come back to the word of God. So I'm going to got Larry under the bus. Amen. I'm going to ask you. He just asked Hollardy. He asked Lamont or somebody. He said, do I sit quiet at a ball game? 
What did he say? No. You have to get a little louder, boy. Amen. Glory to God. If you don't get as loud as you get at the ball game, your ball game, amen, you're going to be a respectable person and like the ball game better than you do God. You know why some ain't here today? It rained three drops and a half and an acre. When I was a drunk and laying brick, when it rained three drops in an acre, I thought it was a storm and I headed to the rear joint. Yeah, I said, boy, it's going to be a storm. We need to get up our tools, put a cover up our brick, and go to the beer joint. Three drops of rain. You know what the world's crowd's doing? It's raining three drops of rain. We better protect our hairdo, and we don't need to be out in this storm. Oh, it's raining more than three drops. I'm just kidding. But we're louder when we like it than we are when we don't like it. Step on your toes, you might holler, oh, my God. But glory to God, if it's a blessing and it's hitting so you can walk on clouds, we might say hey, amen a little bit. Might say amen a little bit. It's where is the world walking. And he said, compassed about was so great, a cloud. I preached last week on a little cloud. But this says a great cloud, a great cloud of uh, witnesses that hovers over us. Amen. And it's sin. It's things that the flesh likes. It's things that our mind is reaching out to. I was watching one day, and I don't watch much of this at all, but I was watching the 700 Club, and it was good all the way through. I just fixed me some coffee, and I went back and laid down and listened to the 700 Club, and it meant something to me because I done had this scripture on my mind. He said, we're foreseeing you all are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses. Let us lay aside every weight. There's a cloud, a whole covering of witnesses, a great cloud of witnesses. The title of our message today is we need to consider him. We need to consider Jesus. If we'll consider Jesus, we'll consider other people. And he said there's so a great cloud of witnesses. Let us, we don't have to go to God for it. Amen. He said let us. Amen. Amen. That's why Jesus sat down on the ship. Amen. That's why he sat down on the boat, so he could get to that cloud where he needed to be witness. Them was that was sitting there under that cloud to be witness to. You and I are a witness to who we work with, our wife, our spouse. You know why so many women won't go to church with their preacher husband? They know how he acts at home. Hello. I'm telling us the truth, church. I ain't no angel. I ain't never never got off the ground except an airplane. Amen. I can't fly yet. Can't fly yet. Cloud of witness. He said, let us lay aside every weight and the sin. All right. The weight don't mean that we can't go to heaven. The weight means what it's saying. The weight is weighting us down till I can't do what God wants me to do. And I've got a weight of my flesh, 175 pounds. I've got that to carry around on a bad hill. Amen. But I got good news. 
Thursday. Doctor said my heart was in perfect shape. My pacemaker was only working probably 2% of the time because my heart was doing the rest. Blood pressure on, but all I've had since July, Lord God, has been bad news. Yeah. I thought about kissing that old doc on the head from Alabama. Amen. I dressed pretty good, come from a funeral. Well, I got it all started. He said, he said, uh, you dressed looking good today. And I said, uh, I've been to a funeral. He said, you work for Moody's? He <laughs> said, out of Winston. I said, no, I try to pastor a church. I just have done a funeral. And that's when he asked me if I work for Moody's. I said, no, I try to pastor a church. He whirled around there. I never had got through to him, I guess. He whirled around there and told me about where he was raised, his church in Alabama. That's where he come from. Amen. He done a great job on me. But, but that, that helped me. Amen. He finally heard. Somebody will finally, you got to tell them twice. Y'all think I preach the same message in vain? You didn't hear it the first time. I, I asked one, I ain't going to call her name. She's been at my house for about 62 years. I said, did you, uh, did you get it, the message Sunday? I forgot what you said. <laughs> she said, I don't know. Uh, that's what you said, wasn't it? So she got part of it. And everybody's wondering, why are you preaching alone? If you preach hour and they still ain't got it. I know what you Baptists are thinking. 15 to 18 minutes is all I'm supposed to listen. I've got to go eat. Ball game's coming on. i got to prepare for some other things. Don't you know I've got to get this done? i got to get my snacks and my hot dogs. Amen. Get this together. So we got part of the message. I'm going to preach a little bit long, but we'll have a ball game after. She's been great to me. I'm trying to keep my supper what little I can eat. She's been great to me through this sickness. But the weight, the weight, and I don't care who you are, and I'll start with Henry. He ain't too good a shape. Can you be thrown under the bus? You can handle it, can't you? With his chemo, he absolutely ain't able to touch God every time, every time. Because he's sick, he's dreading what's to come. He's the, the flesh takes over. How do you know I've been there? You want you want to start praying a prayer, and you forget where you're at. Am I telling the truth? Don't wait till you get sick to try to get in touch with God. I mean, don't wait, don't wait till you can't go to prison to go. Don't wait. Such a blessing week before last. God give me enough strength to visit a couple of nursing homes. It may not mean much to others. It's been my life, 54 years, to try to reach out. Amen. And we're laying at home in self-pity. Hello. You can't get some of you got this coming. Yeah, some of you think you're going to float into heaven without any hardship. But it ain't going to be that way. So the weight that does so easily beset us. Mm. Somebody tell me the 
the, go ahead. Somebody give me the definition of beset. I just jotted down two or three. The weight that does so easily beset us. The word beset, one of them is just, you're just enclosed in. Beset, it's the weight, the weight that, that does so easily beset us. The weight we're closed in by this world. Gas prices driving me crazy. They're going to, out of sight. They've got corona, and it's worse at church. It's driving me out of sight. It's a weight. I've got a grandchild that's went haywire. He's went. You don't know. You don't know what it is to have a child, unless you've been there, that talks to the devil half the time and the evil spirits the other, other time and then prays to God the other time. Hey, can I tell you about a double-minded man? They're unstable in all their ways. You think I'm lying? You, you may not know this. Her daughter, her daughter didn't come up that way. They don't know. So that's a weight that does so easily beset us. Then we bring our children to the ball game to play ball, and they don't even want to come their self. But it's to glorify mom and daddy. Hey, that our name will get under the limelight. And it becomes a weight when the son don't want to play ball and you drug him to the field. I'm going to tell you something. Somebody must have drug us to church this morning. Amen. If we get into it like we do, a ball game, glory to God, it won't be such a weight. The Bible said, lay aside every weight. Our feelings are right on our shoulders. And the wolf rides along everywhere I go. And if I give place, if I give place to that great witness, cloud of witness that's around me, if I give place to the fleshly wolf, Amen. I failed what God wants me to do. I failed God. And you know why we're in this trouble today? God has saved us. God has blessed us. He's daily loaded us with benefits. He's gave us the word in our language to read. He's gave us churches, great churches to worship in and those that can't read. He's gave us CDs and tapes. I thought about Abraham never had to worry about the battery of his cell phone going dead. The biggest thing he had on his mind, God, am I going in the right direction you want me? To a land that I don't know what holds for me, but am I going in the right direction? Go ahead and give Lot, amen, the bright lights. I'll take the hardship, the temptation, Neighbor, we cry wolf when anything happens at our house. Hello, church. We cry wolf when anything happens at our house. We're just broke down over nearly nothing. This is what's happened to Henry and not to chemo or not to radiation, but some of this that he's went through, amen, is just common, just common to man. God knew about it before it ever happened. God may be getting him ready. He got Roger 
ready. He put Roger back in in line with the faith word of God. I didn't say he's out of line, but God moved him up on a step, and he's seen that God, God can take care of a man that can't get out of bed by himself. Neighbor, we lean to our own understanding. And you know what that is? A weight to us. It's a weight on our back. How many of us have bought a new car and the payments was more than we could pay? It was putting us in the bind. We had to let something else go. You know what usually goes? First, God help us. Ties to the house of God. The thing that God said do, give 10%. And we let it go because our car payment is so much. Amen. Our sports, come on, church. Our sports has got so big. It's got so big in our life. If you can play sports and are good at it, you get up under the limelight. Amen. I believe sometimes the grades are even switched on somebody that's failing just because they can play sports. It always has been that way ever since I've been here. I wonder if Abraham and George Washington ever heard of anxiety. They were actually sitting in a high anxiety place, president of the United States of America. I don't know what about you all, but I never heard of anxiety till. 18 or 20 years ago. Maybe a little longer. I ain't putting the time on it. But they didn't know that 23 plus thousand had died in Turkey and Iran border. We didn't know that. So they kept down all of that, that an earthquake can come through. Beulah, Logout, Flat Rock, Mount Airy, Iraq, Virginia, in Westfield. Amen. That brings anxiety. How about bipolar? I bet when you first started in medical, I know you all ain't for 30, but when you first started in medical, that you didn't hear much anxiety. Now it's a fight every day in every hospital. Anxiety, they've went off their rockers. I don't know the year, but I never heard of bipolar. I knew there's a north and a south, but I didn't know your mind run backward and forward. Amen. What is the other? ADHD. All these things come. You know what they're doing? We had blink. That's a camera. It's just a blink of what's happening. And a cat could go up the driveway and that my phone go bank. I'd wake up. Anxiety. That's just a black cat going up my driveway. It's got a button on it, Bill. Turn it off. We're afraid somebody'll break in our house. Hello? I'm going to tell you what we need to be afraid of. Something's going to break into our soul. Something's going to break into the grace of God that we had planted right there. Yeah. I asked that old nurse, 
I said, honey, can you hear Jesus in there? Can you hear Jesus? He's my heartbeat. She looked at me like I was a total idiot. I explained it to her. I said, Jesus is in my heart. If he's beating, he's in there. He's in there. But how many things have we got for a heartbeat? Listen to me, church. If your water went off, would that not stir up your anxiety? Your sewer line, your septic line, stop up. Hey, that stirs up your anxiety. That's the weight that we got on us. There's marriage just in the shambles because husband or wife won't come. One has to come by theirself, and they're, they're tore up, and it's a load. It's a weight, and the Bible put this first. Every weight and the sin that does so easily beset us. Neighbor, can I tell you, these weights on us that encamps about us. Hemmed in, that's one of them. That's just like an old hog in the pen, only we got just a little more sense, maybe. He's hemmed in, and he don't like that, and he's always rooting to get out. He's always rooting to get out. Hemmed in. Attacked on all sides, in every direction. Do you feel like sometimes, it's been a day or two lately, I felt like I was attacked on every side. But you know what I need to do? I need to quit quarreling at God over the wind blowing and give him praise that he used his wind to let somebody else hear the word of God. Amen. I don't need to complain about my hip out. I need to thank God he let me preach one more message. Amen. Let me aggravate one more. Let me just go watch Super Bowl tonight. How many ain't going to watch Super Bowl tonight? That's looking better. Amen. We got some that's got plumb off the Baptist track. <laughs> Lamont, I'm going to put you under the bus. Does Larry Holler as loud at church as he does it? I appreciate it. But he's at church. But I can see Larry. Y'all know how he wiggles. And he's sitting back here. It ain't going just exactly to suit him. And I can't tell you why I don't run about football. But it ain't a suiting him just exactly. And there he comes, and he gets to doing this. And go, he said, that's a wrong call. You know it ain't right. Talking to that TV. Right, Brenda? Amen. Talking to that TV, that's a one-way trip. It ain't talking back. You ain't getting to it. Yeah. And there that cloud is hanging over him. I need to stop right here and go back and pray. Amen. Brenda, you tell me if he gets mad and he go home. Amen. 
I'm serious, church. We think there ain't nothing going to touch us. You're not an angel yet. You've not made it home yet. And what I've just read to you over there, over there in Hebrews, amen, where the old prophets under faith, they had the faith, and the world wasn't even worthy of these people, but they ain't got in the promised land yet. They ain't got there yet. Neighbor, we're going to have to wait for it. We're going to have to wait for what God's got for us. A cloud of witnesses. Let us lay aside every weight, every weight. I've got weights. I don't know what about you all. I mentioned to the church, even before I found out I had cancer, I knew I couldn't talk. But I said, church, help me pray. I'm trying to quit worrying about junk. I'm going to quit worrying about junk. My cancer's junk. Must have been they took it out and threw it away. Junk. I don't need to worry about that. Don't need to worry about my voice because it's a cloud over you. Henry, I promise you, honey, it's a better place to go. We don't want to suffer here. We don't want to be burdened here. But bless God, there's a better place to go. House not built with hands, eternal in the heaven. But we got to lay aside the weight and the sin that does so easily beset us. And he said, encircled, encircled. I thought those gates around, I've been to a few rodeos, but I've seen the gates around that old bull, and he just shut down at the gate. And the rider can get on and do everything he can do to prepare to ride it. But when that gate swung open, that gate, that bull's a different fella. I'm going to tell you something. If we could get that weight, that enclosed circle, that, that uh, closed in off of us, we could be different people. I used to could shout at the drop of a hat. Amen. And cry twice while he's dropping it. Bless God, I don't know what's happened. My weight's got too heavy. Hello? I'm not trusting Jesus like I trusted Jesus. I'm not filled with the Holy Spirit of God like I one time was. I can blame it on Shannon, Andy, Eldon Butch, Henry and Murray. I can blame it on who I want to. But this is my house. This is my tabernacle. Are we going to serve God or are we going to serve the devil? Lord, I need to read. I just need to read and get out of the way. Let me read. If I can carry the weight and get used to it, Kenny, I like this big print. Does so easily beset us. How easily are we snared in the trap of the devil? The little fox comes by and he's fed something that he likes so good. And there's leaves laying over the little trap. And the old fox gets his leg hung in the trap. But every now and then a dog will come by and he gets hung in the trap. Neighbor, it is so easily beset us that it's right out there a trap, easy to be ensnared by. 
and let us run with patience. America has no patience no more. Well, it ain't, it ain't been long that you ain't heard of road rage. You ain't heard of people lining up with two guns going in and shoot ten people. We carried pocket knife and even when Butch and them went to school. It's been a long time. But the gun's hanging behind the seat. Now you send somebody a letter and it's got to go through Maryland before they can get it back down here to the prison. Is that putting a, a cloud over us? Jimmy's telling me how Bill Nan, I know it was Ann, but Bill Nan had sent him a letter just every little bit of what it meant to him. And he said, it's been cut off. He said, I may can get it back, but it may be, maybe. We're caught in a trap. We're caught in a tax trap. Some of us are giving gods to Caesar. Hello. Mm. Beset us and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finish of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despised the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. And the third verse said, For consider him. That's a message I want to preach. If we consider what Jesus went through, that I could be here today, that you could be here today, would we live a different life? For consider him that endured such contradictions of sinners against himself, lest ye be weary and faint in your mind. If we don't consider the Lord, we'll faint in our mind when tribulation, when trouble, when breakdowns come. I thought there ain't none of us went through what Jesus did. And he said, a contradiction of sinners. And I'm going to take me. Don't y'all even jump in this if you don't want to. But what Jesus goes through every day, what a sorry Christian I am. When I let bad thoughts, I promise you I ain't drank to drop them. 54 years Ain't been long ago, I'd say I ain't took no drugs, but I think I'm on blood thinner and heart thinner and dry mouth and I don't know what else. That's drugs of some kind. I'd probably be better off jump out from under them. But am, am I going to? I think I'll die from my blood ain't thinned because it won't go through my stents and they're all laid. Amen. There's a load over us. <clears throat> you have not yet resisted in the blood, striving against sin, and you have forgotten the exhortation which speaketh unto you as unto children. My son, despise not thou the chastening of the Lord, nor faint when thou art rebuked of him. We faint sometimes when God chastises us right out of the word. Hey, we think it ain't gospel. Hello, 
we thought we think it ain't Bible. For whom the Lord loveth, he chasteneth, and scourges every son whom he receiveth. If you endure chastening, God dealeth with you as with a son. For who was son is he whom the father chasteneth not? The eighth verse. But if ye be without chastisement, who of all, whereof all are partakers, then are ye bastards and not sons. That's without a daddy, neighbor. Can I tell you? That's without a daddy. Furthermore, we have laid fathers of our flesh, which correct us, and we gave them reverence. Shall we not much rather be subject in subjection unto the Father of the Spirit. Are we under subjection to God? I need to hurry. I need to get on down the line. Lord God in heaven, it's time's running out, church. Time is running out. Fast time is running out. And the word in the 27th verse, and the word yet once more, signifying the removing of those things that are shaken as of things that are made, that those things which cannot be shaken may remain. A neighbor, if we got the right kind of faith, it can't be shaken. We need to serve not that that we can see and it's being shaken and moving but we need to serve that that we can't see, that that we got to take by faith, that we can't reach out and touch. But I see what he done for Paul. See what he done for John. On the Isle of Patmos, in a sedated place, glory to God, he heard from God and wrote down the book of Revelations. And the 28th verse, Wherefore we receive a kingdom which cannot be moved, let us have grace whereby we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. For our God is a consuming fire. Our God is a consuming fire. That ain't half all I had, but I'm going to jump right back here in Revelations and try to quit. In Revelations 6, and I'm going to quit, I promise you. I'm so discouraged with Bill and cancer and, and that I can't be what I used to be. And say, don't use every scrap of it. But I can be what I am. I don't need to let my fleshly mind overtake what's in my heart. What's in my heart. I have watched. I've literally watched. And I know Jamie has for sure. And Butch has been there. And I've laid in DTs. The night I got saved. And how your body is wanting that to stop that shaking. But this is moving. And that withdrawal. And you draw back. And they're tearing TVs off the wall. I've been in there in the lockdown at the hospital. Tearing TVs off the wall because of that craving that, that this old body's desiring. And they tell me, and I think it's happened to me, I've got a sugar addiction, a sweetie addiction that I didn't used to have. And, man, I'll get to hunting me a cookie. I'll get to hunting me a cookie. 
Think about where we're at. Think about where we're at. Sixth chapter of Revelations. I'm going to read three verses and I'll quit. Sixth chapter of Revelation, ninth verse. And when we had opened the fifth seal, I saw under the altar, listen to this, when John opened the fifth seal, or the angel opened the fifth seal, I saw under the altar the souls of them that were slain for the word of God and for the testimony which they held. He saw them. They were knocked down. They were beat down. They were dead. Some of them was dead. Some of them had been hurt. And they cried with a loud voice, saying, How long, O Lord, holy and true, doest thou not judge and avenge our blood on them that dwell on the earth? They're, they're tired of waiting. They're there, he said, under the altar. And he said, How long, O Lord, are you going to wait to avenge these that killed us, these that have beat us down, these that you promised all through the word that vengeance is yours. You're going to take care of it. And this, as we look back uh, in, into the Old Testament, and we look back as it tells us there in Hebrew uh, 11 uh, about the faith, and as we look back on that, uh, we wonder, we wonder, these have waited, and these have waited, and these have waited because it said in, in the Hebrew, the 11th chapter there, uh, plainly that, that that it's going to come. The promise is left to you. They've not got the promise that yet. And I know Jesus went in to the center of the earth and he preached to those that had passed on. Maybe those are grace, but there's still others that have never entered into the promised land. They've never entered into the glory. And they were worthy. He said the world wasn't even worthy to have these kind of people with them. And he said they had faith. They had faith. And he said, and they cried with a loud voice, saying, How long, O Lord, holy and true, dost thou not judge and avenge our blood on them that dwell on the earth? And why, and why robes were given to every one of them. I want you to get that. He said, Why robes? was given to every one of them. But this wasn't the promise, the only promise, that they'd give white robes. Amen. They had a house not built with hands, eternal in the heavens. said, where Satan is not, where Satan is not there. And he said these were, were given unto the, every one of them, great white robes. And it was said unto them that they should rest yet for a little season. So that tells me they're in rest. They're not tormented. They're not fighting the battle. But if I've read through this, and I hope you've got part of it, these people still don't have all that God has promised. Can I tell you, you and I still don't have. There's people who think they can get saved and go on and do what they want to do. They ain't got all that God's got for them. You say, Bill, you're messed up. I ain't messed up. I've read the Word of God. When I step over in the glory is when I'm finished. 
when I step over, I may wear a white robe for a little while down here. I may have a little rest down here. But glory to God, I ain't got all that God has promised. That's why he said uh, in Hebrews 12 to run this race with patience. So it's no stopping place. It's no place to quit. I know, I know Henry came. If they sent Henry to the front, li front lines like they have before, he couldn't do what he used to do. Scott, could we do, could we do basic training today? Uh, give 20 years to the military for America, 20 or 22. But, it, but he, he don't have the fight that he's got now. Neighbor, can I tell you something? You that still have the fight, that still have the youth, the power, and the mouth, and not a great wad of, of uh, troubles or, or, or weights on you, hold up your end of the stick. I thought crystal, they took one piece of crystal right after another, one piece right after another, you know, and she don't have the fight that she one time did. But neighbor, I'm going to tell you, we can do better than we're doing. I can do better than I'm doing. There's some days I can't go. I just can't. Don't know how to explain it. But there's days I can. There's days I can. I'm going to read that last verse one more time, and I will quit. And white robes were given unto every one of them, and it was said unto them that they should rest yet a little season until their fellow servants also and their brethren that should be killed as they were should be fulfilled. So they can preach any kind of doctrine they want to. But if the Lord decides he can use me to be killed for the glory of God, I may have to wait a little while for the presence, but I'll be in the rest of the Lord. I'll be in the hands of of Almighty God. Neighbor, think what they're saying here. We don't jump right straight into heaven. That's what this is saying. They had to wait for it. They had to wait for it. And I don't understand these laying under the altar where they were dead or were just uh, uh, killed in the battle and they're sh or shot in the battle and they're laying wounded. But can I tell you, they ain't, they ain't got the promise. He said, just wait. And a little while till Larry gets killed. He don't say Larry, but it's, it's one of his servants and our brother. Till one gets killed, then we can go in. And why they're waiting for nothing or two to be killed, somebody else will be saved. Somebody else's name will be written in the Lamb's Book of Life. And I'm going to tell you, if I don't have on this armor that Butch has taught on for months, if I don't have it on, glory to God, I can't make it. I cannot make it when Satan shoots a dart at me that's so heavy, the weight that besets me and takes me down. Don't let nobody hurt your feelings. If you messed up, repent. Stand to your feet, if you will. Honey, there's a rest coming, glory to God, that passes all understanding. Come as God speaks to our hearts. Amen. Amen.
368, there's room at the altar. Come on, church. Let's pray. We just we might just be waiting around, keeping them fellas from going on to glory. <laughs>